shame on me. I never actually played a song that we all were uh, referencing. So to start the show today, there's nothing better to wake up than with the happy schnapps combo. With their all-timer, the Bears still suck. Polka at its finest. The 205th meeting of the oldest rivalry in the NFL is going down Sunday at Lambeau Field. The uh, 17th, uh, the second straight year the home opener is in primetime, the 17th consecutive regular season that the Packers-Bears have squared off in primetime. The Packers hold... 103, 95, and 6 in the series. Because why? Still suck. The Bears still suck. The Bears still suck. God, I love this song. I absolutely love this song. Rowdy, what do you, how do you, good morning, Rowdy. How do you feel about this song? I think it's childish, Ebo. Do you? <laughs> Is that a joke? I can't tell. Kind of. <laughs> this is one of the greatest songs to ever be recorded in the history of music. If you don't like this song, you're either A, a Bears fan, or B, just don't really like to have too much fun. As this is one of the greatest things in the all of rivalry of sport, the NFL's oldest rivalry. Uh, Green Bay Rowdy has won 12 of the last 14 meetings against the Bears at Lambeau. A 45-30 victory last season. And in fact, the Packers have outscored Chicago. 406 to 215 in their last 14 home games. <laughs> also the third straight season and the 11th time in the last 10 years that the Packers-Bears game at Lambeau. Prime time. Is this deserving? Now, as a Packers fan, Rowdy, the Packers should always be in prime time for me unless, you know, some Bill Michaels green and gold postgame crap involved. But as a casual fan, I feel like the Packers should be given to all of America as a prime time. Is this game worthy of a prime time game? I mean, I would say just on the surface, no. <laughs> I know, same. <laughs> just because how bad but, the Bears are. But here we are. It must do decently well because they keep throwing it on primetime games throughout the, what, the last handful of years? Been a lot of Bears-Packers primetime yeah. Sunday night, Monday night type matchups. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I love the game. I, I love the rivalry. Um, do you abide by this, Rowdy, when it's a rivalry game, you throw out the records? Now, I know it's the second game of the season, uh, but do you throw it all out the window when it comes to this? Or it's like, yo, dude, we have Aaron Rodgers, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. You guys have Justin Fields, who is still, you know, his feet probably are still a little wet, not only from being young in the NFL, also from the game they played at Soldier against the 49ers, and that roster for the Bears, pretty suspect. Like, Do you throw out the record, Rowdy, the, the proverbial sense of it, with these rivalry games? <laughs> Too early not to tell. A, not, not a ton in the NFL. I would say just in general in the NFL, it's throw out the records, because if one team doesn't show up and the other does, yeah. whoever shows up is going to win. They're all professionals. Yeah. I think maybe you could throw out more of the records in like a heated college football, because... Like I like, the, like Wisconsin, talent, Minnesota? Yeah, the talent level is... It can be a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just looking at the Packers' dope sheet right here. They have a lot of awesome stats. Uh, when it comes to the scoring-wise, now those home games uh, I told you about, the Packers have outscored the Bears 406 to 215. That's insane. Uh, but let's see here. The Packers have won 20 of the last 23 regular season meetings uh, and have outscored Chicago 637 to 405 in those contests. In those 23 meetings... The Packers have a plus 26 turnover differential. <laughs> 19 giveaways, 45 takeaways. 
There was nothing better, Rowdy. Now, I like Jay Cutler. I think Cuddy, if you follow him on Instagram, he's got a great podcast. He's hilarious. He's like throwing cornhole now. Uh, I think he won that a couple months ago. Uh, if you watched uh, the cornhole championships, Cuddy and I, I forget who he was with. Uh, they, I think it was a pro, quote unquote, pro cornbag player. They won. I love Cuddy Rowdy, but also what I love more about Cuddy is all the interceptions he threw to the people wearing green and gold. And then Mitchell Trubisky carried it on. And the question is, will Justin Fields now carry it on? Um, what have you liked about this rivalry, Rowdy, these past, you know, since you've became a cognizant Packers fan? It's been one-sided. <laughs> the, pa- the Packers have won, like you just mentioned, a ton of the games. Aaron Rodgers has said, I own you to the Chicago Bears. Oh, beautiful. I like that they beat the Bears all the time. Like that's my favorite part of the rivalry. Some people would well, say same. some people would say that uh like like how they it's do it's not though. a rivalry if one team wins every single time and I'm fine with that. <laughs> we can let Bears same. we can let Bears fans pretend that it's a rivalry. I'll win. I'll prefer to win every game. God, I got to find the stat, but the Packers the Bears led this rivalry for a very long time and then Brett Favre came to be and then Aaron Rodgers came to be and here we are. Uh the the Packers, God, I got to find the stat, but the Packers, while they were in this, the Bears were in the 90s of wins, um, as the Packers now have 103 wins to the Bears, 95, and then there's six ties. The Packers, I'll find the stat, like I said again, but when Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, they were down on the list, and they just came storming up and beat, and they were the first to 100 in this, despite having a huge, huge uh, disparage for when it comes to where they were in the standings. I'll have to go find the correct stand on that one. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Rowdy. That's why I love the rivalry is because the Packers win. But how they do it makes me even more, you know, loving. All the turnovers from, you know, Rex Grossman, Jay Cutler, all everyone in between there. And then you got Mitchell Trubisky and now Justin Fields. God, it feels so good. Uh, Green Bay's current winning streak is six games against the Bears. Their fourth longest by the Packers uh, in series history. They had 10 straight from 94 to 98 and seven game streaks in 1928 to 1930 to 2000 to 2003. Absolutely incredible. Here's the one stat, though, that makes me a little nervous, Rowdy. Dating back uh, a ways for Chicago Bears head coaches, when the Bears get a, a new head coach and in their first year, they beat the Packers at least once. Do you think that could potentially come at the hands at Lambeau Field to the uh, Bears or the Packers on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could. It could. But it could. I would be willing to bet it doesn't start. <laughs> I don't think so either. What's the spread? Are the Packers like seven and a half? Uh, nine and a half Whoa. to ten. What did it open at? I think around eight and a half. Judas. Wow. Um, hmm. Yeah, are you going to have that in the Razor's Edge at all? We might. We might okay, have that wanna, coming right, up. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun here for that. But yes, uh, the Green Bay Packers also uh, themselves looking to bounce back. They believe it or not, the Bears coming off a win over the Niners. It would be the Packers coming off a loss to one Minnesota Vikings. I think this is a nice little spot for the Packers. A little bounce back, get right game as uh, they welcome in the Bears, who I don't think are going to be the greatest this year. Uh, but we shall see. Did you see out of practice that David Bakhtiari did not participate yesterday? Who cares? Apparently, it's part of the plan. 
So yeah, it's been part of the plan for him not to practice basically since he had knee surgery December or sorry since he tore his <laughs> knee up December thirty first, twenty twenty. It's part of the plan. It's all part of the plan here. Okay, it's part of the plan. Uh, Matt Lafleur, obviously the Packers head coach. Um, let's see here. Uh, is this it? Right like now? this is where yeah. I'm at with oh. David Bakhtiari. I don't care until I see you on the field. <laughs> Will we ever see him on the field? Uh, let's see here. here Talking about David Bakhtiari oh. and if he's going to practice and if he's going to play is starting to become a nightmare that I've woken up to, and I'm just <laughs> waiting, Ebo, for it to pass. Here, listen to LaFleur. Let me let me ask you if you really think it's part of the plan when you hear him stammering around in this in this answer to the the question about David Bakhtiari and in, in, in playing or not playing or practicing or not practicing. No, we're yeah, we've said that. So he will not practice, even you know when he is fully back. Um, in terms of into the lineup, he's not going to practice three days in a row. So it'll be a day on, a day off, a day on. How much does his experience level obviously help facilitate that? It, it does in a lot of ways. I mean, uh, he's, he's gotten a lot of reps, and there's not many people that probably can can have a schedule like that, but I do believe and we believe as an organization that he's one of those guys. There's not many people that can have a schedule like that. Yeah, it's called being injured or eventually unemployed. Yeah, so from listening to that, that doesn't make me feel like he's healthy at all. A guy that's going to go one day on, one day off. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like his knee is effed. Yes. Don't get your hopes up for one David Bakhtiari. Matt LaFleur stumbling through it. Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, yeah. we've uh, said that. Uh, 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 one one uh, day on, uh, he's going to take another day off. Um, uh, we're going to see how his knee feels. You know, he's really good. He practiced a lot. Except for not uh, for the last two years. But yeah. Um, uh, e, uh, 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 this was part of the plan. It's all part of the plan, okay, folks? Don't. I've done the math. I've done the math. Don't question the genius that I am. Have you seen my eyebrows? They're beautiful. All right? David Bakhtiari, I told you, he's going to practice. No, he's not. No, he is. No, he's not. No, he's not going to play. Okay? There you go. What do you want from me? What's his... What's, his, what's the TED cap next year for him? Or this year, $39 million or something like yeah, that? Yeah, $38 million. There's absolutely no way you can get rid of him. Again, next season, if you cut him, you would save about $6 million. But it's not like the greatest cut unless you 100% knew that his knee was done. And then two years from now, which is hey. the last year of his contract, it really makes sense to cut him. So I... I for sure, David Bak- Bakhtiari is going to be on this roster this year, and I would say 50-50 depending on that knee next year. All you got to know as a Packer fan, you're going to be paying David Bakhtiari a lot of money. To a lot of stock. They're going to open up stock again. Practice once every other day and follow a plan. Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we've said that. I, do, do yeah, no, yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, yeah. Do, do we know if. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Ebo, did you ever take like a shop class? Or of like course, a, love shop class. Where they say measure twice, cut once. Rowdy, I abide by that. I'm starting to wonder if the doctor that per- performed his knee surgery <laughs> measured twice and cut once. I think he cut, I think measured he just, once, cut twice. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he had a plan in there. He's just kind of digging around. Hey, Matt, did Dr. McKenzie, uh, did he measure once, cut twice? Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we've... <laughs>
It was part of the plan. Man, was that all part of the plan to have him practice, uh, you know, one day on, one day off, and then not play on Sundays? Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we've said. <laughs> hey, Matt, uh, do you plan on cutting David Bakhtiari anytime soon? Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Hey, hey, Rob, do you have any questions for Matt LaFleur? Um, yeah, no. Well, yeah, I have a lot of questions. Hey, Matt LaFleur, where do you get your eyebrows done at? Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we Oh, okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's nice. Is, that, is Bakhtiari going to play Sunday against the Bears? Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we've set that. So. Oh, okay. All right, thanks. Appreciate that. That's some good. Uh, Elton Jenkins still a limited participant, Rowdy, uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Alan Lazard, a limited participant. You know who else didn't participate? Mercedes Lewis, veteran day off. Now, that's veteran. an actual day off veteran because day that off. guy's been practicing the last <laughs> couple years. Yeah. And Mercedes Lewis, what is he, 38 years old? Yeah. I think the dude earns a veteran day off. Hey, was it a veteran's day off for Bakhtiari, man, the floor? Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we. Oh, okay. He's had a lot of reps. Yes. What, from 2019 yeah. to 2015 or 14, whenever he was drafted? I was going to say, he have had a lot of he reps. He had a lot of reps in that five-year span before <laughs> the knee injury. Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of reps. Just, you know, happened to be two years ago. So, you know, that all works out. I, I love the smoke screens of the NFL. Just you get up there, you lie through your teeth on the podium, and people are like, "Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great, Matt. Yeah. Oh, you're so handsome. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, where do you tan at? Yeah. Ooh, your eyebrows are nice and uh, you know threaded. Yeah, cool. Oh, Bakhtiari, don't forget, forget about it. You're just so dreamy. There you go. There, there's there's the update on David Bakhtiari here. Yeah. We're, no. We're yeah. We. That's your official update on David Bakhtiari. I'm tired of David Bakhtiari news. <laughs> like, it's not news until we actually see him play. It's just a bunch of lies and nonsense. It's just, it's literally nothing. Is it like, really news? Is it really an update? It's been the same news and update for two years. All right, guy, Mike in Portage. Good morning, Mike. Uh, I love your messages, Mike. He said, morning, boys. Did you see the video of Bakhtiari limping around? And then he linked me to a, a video from yesterday. Uh, here it is. David Bakhtiari seen limping around on the field, looking I know a little Mike, dejected on the uh, on the practice squad after 11-on-11 11 11 team uh, drill. On 11-on-11 11 team drill. Yes, Rowdy? I know Mike's not at practice. He's not a, a coach. He's no. not with David Bakhtiari. He's not on the medical staff. But I would just like him to know that uh, David Bakhtiari limping around two years after knee surgery is part of the plan. Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah we've said that. <laughs> They've had that carved out for years. They've actually mapped out the rest of his career. Yeah, it's uh, it's as it's as simple as this. Here's here's the rest of David Bakhtiari's uh, career. Will he play? Yes or no? Yeah, we're, no, we're yeah, we. Oh, okay, there you go. There it is. It's 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 clear as mud. Okay, I believe him. It's crystal clear. Just uh, it's a little cloudy, a little muddy. You know. All right, so there you go. All right, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy Twitter. That said, Zone Madison. I'm going to have a lot of fun today with uh, the oldest rivalry in the NFL, the Chicago Bears. All right, boys. The Twitter poll is out at Zone Madison. You can call it in as well, 608-321-1670. It has to involve uh, gambling to a degree. What you believe in on your teams and who has a better chance of covering. The Badgers, 37 and a half over one of the worst, if not the worst team out there in football, New Mexico State. Or the Packers. Covering against the Bears, nine and a half. Now, we said, and I firmly believe this, that we need to see the Badgers completely whoop the ass of New Mexico State. So much so, in my humble opinion, that New Mexico State considers canceling their football program. 
That's how bad I want the Badgers to beat them, to watch the Washington State taste out of my mouth. The Badgers have had a re- history of retiring coaches. They have. Also, though, I will say I think Football that New Mexico yeah. State might have had those thoughts in the back of their minds just in general <laughs> of shutting down well, I mean, their program. Well, the Badgers leave no doubt. They did get kicked out of their conference. They did not actively <laughs> choose to leave it. Right, RJ, they're uh, an independent now. They're bad. What they're, say they're you, RJ, good. before because before you're out of here, what say you? What do you believe in more? The Badgers covering 37 and a half over New Mexico State I, or the Packers nine and a half over Dub Bears? I don't. That's like a coin flip. Um, I don't think it is. No, I'm leaning towards the the Packers covering that nine and a half. Yeah, yeah. What's that say about the Badgers? You got your you got your motion W on your in your polo right now. You barely got the cover on Illinois State thirty eight nothing. Hey, good good teams win. Great teams cover. Well, then and the Badgers were a great cover last week, so. Um, and then, so you know, I mean, I think the team they're about to play is bad. I don't think I know. No, I know. You know what? They're bad. Right. They're bad. They're they're not Michael Jackson bad. They're just straight up bad. But still, I, I struggle to see where they get to like 38 or more. Like, I can see him pushing towards the 37 and a half. Boys, when are we just going to say this? We know New Mexico State is bad. We've seen New Mexico State over the last few years get absolutely destroyed by any team that's worth a crap. Minnesota just dominated them a couple weeks ago. At what point, if Wisconsin can't cover this game or can't run up 45 points... Do we say and look around and go, hmm, this Wisconsin team kind of sucks. <laughs> Seriously. Nevada. If you can't hang 45 on New Mexico State, what are you worth? Rowdy, Nevada beat New Mexico State 23-12. to 12. That's what I'm saying. Who beat, who beat Nevada, Nevada you're talking about the other day? Nevada got beat by her incarnate word. <laughs> incarnate Word. And Incarnate Word put up 55 points on Nevada. And they say words can never hurt if you? you can't oh, they did. cover 37, 37 and a half with Wisconsin, you suck. Huh? Done. Statement. Yeah. Period. Boom. Dot. There it is. You suck. Boom. Dot. Boom Period. Skis. Wisconsin might want to question their program. <laughs> And RJ, who is wearing the motion W, it says Wisconsin on his polo, says he believes in more of the Packers. And that being said, though, I'm not betting this game because I don't have faith in Wisconsin covering this game. Because like RJ said, I could see this being like a 35 to 7 type game. I also am going to vote the Packers covering the nine and a half. I believe in more because Matt LaFleur, after he has a loss, he comes out and he just throttles. Doesn't mean I'm not going to pick him to cover when Zach asks me. (laughs) Well, same. Zach's not giving us a, you know, this or that. No, I know, but yeah. I'm also saying doesn't mean I'm not going to pick him. Also, up. not only does Matt Lafleur dominate after a loss, dominate. we also know this: someone who uh, wears the green and gold is also the owner of the Bears. Sometimes you black out on the field. I looked up in the stands, and then from row, all I saw was a woman giving me the double bird. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what came out of my mouth next. Oh, I know what came out of your mouth, Rogers. 
Let's take a listen. Rodgers snaps it quick. Let's take a listen from last year. Scrambles to his right. We'll turn it up a little bit. Runs. Aaron Rodgers is inside the pylon. Touchdown Packers. It's Rodgers running for the score. Right on cue, Joe. He had some choice words there for the crowd. My whole after career, I own you. That's why I picked the Packers to cover the nine and, and a half over the Bears, and that's the rest of the story. And Rowdy already picked on the Razor's edge, so yeah, I think, uh, like you said, Matt Lafleur not losing back-to-back games. Aaron Rodgers owning the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers just owning the Chicago Bears the last 30 years. This is a game, like I said it before, in, in the handicap. Even if the Packers struggle for another two quarters like they did last year, out of the gate, real slow for the first six quarters, they could still win this game by 14 easy in the second half, in my opinion. I'm not scared by the Bears' offense. No. Because they're... Bad, come on. Is this Ben Kenny's burner account on Twitch? I thought this was King. The King R. I thought this was a King, not Ben Kenny's burner account. He says, where's the both option? There's no easy answers here. No easy answers. There's no easy answers. Rivalry week. Packers, Bears, Badgers versus the spread. And Dave Esler versus my shenanigans. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. How are we doing today, brother? Yeah, I I have a question. Yeah. Do I irritate you? (laughs) Dave, uh, I'm irritated when I'm not talking to you. So uh, I'm irritated almost uh, all day, every day, besides the uh, couple minutes between 7.40 and 7.55. That's the only time I feel good with my life. Okay, cool. Um, 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 That's a a big responsibility for me to carry, but I'm up to the challenge. Dave, you have very broad shoulders. I know you can carry it. This is your cross the bear, and you do it well, Dave. Hey, Dave, did I see on pregame.com where your beautiful mug and pics are? You had a nice little sweep yesterday? Yeah, well, it happens once in a while. Well done, David. Well done. How'd that... uh, do you like betting on unders? Like, uh, do you like rooting in? Well, not rooting, but kind of cheering in a sense of a gambler for less things to happen. Don't you like excitement in your life, Dave? Or is it just the smart thing to do? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, most people tend to like bet overs because oh, they're going to score a ton of points. Well, you know, I don't know. The, the thing about unders is you are at some point winning your bet. <laughs> Couldn't you make this the case for the overs? At some point, you're winning the bet. No, uh, because it starts off zero to zero. Oh, okay. So no, always, I get it now. Sorry, yeah, I'm a little slow today. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I you know, I actually had the uh, the over in the uh, Seattle game against Denver there Monday night, and it was thirty at halftime. And you know, we know we know how <sighs> how exciting that second half was. Yeah, that, and yeah. you know, but it was also. Like, I think Seattle went for it on foot, on a foot inside the five, and I think Denver did as well. They didn't make it, so there's somewhere between six and 14 points gone, and I think that happened again in the fourth quarter, but I was I was night-night by then. Yeah, man. Yeah, Denver might have fumbled it twice inside the five. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and Geno Smith may have came down back to reality. Hey, um, Dave, I have a Twitter sure. poll going on right now. Uh-huh. So the Badgers are going against New Mexico State. Yeah, the Badgers coming off a pretty bad loss to Washington State. Badgers now favored by 37 and a half over New Mexico State. 
Packers also coming off a loss. Tough weekend last weekend for Wisconsin sports. Packers lost to the Vikings, right? Now they get the Bears. Packers a little grumpy at Lambeau. Packers nine and a half. I'm seeing. Uh, Dave Essler, which I mean, you don't have to throw any like gambling knowledge on this one, but which is you more of a believer in the Badgers covering thirty seven and a half against a terrible New Mexico State, or the Packers covering nine and a half on the Bears? Can I take none of the above? I mean, I mean, you are our guest, so I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm hospitable. So yes, you can take none of that. Um, I don't know. I mean, ten is a lot of points of the NFL. I, I would, you know, I don't know that the Packers really want to make a statement. There's always that backdoor thing going on, and uh, of course, the Badgers don't have any reason to beat New Mexico State by that many points. I guess if I had Rowdy's money, I, I would take the Badgers by default. Only because New Mexico State probably won't score. Wow! Um, and um, well, Dave, do, check do this they, out. Do they need? Do they need to with Ohio State next? No, but I mean, New Mexico State sucks that bad. So, so Rowdy and, and I were talking off air. I would bet the New Mexico team total under whatever it is. Yeah. Well, Rowdy has Rowdy's money because you know it's his money. Uh-huh. He's taking the Packers to cover nine and a half. Yeah, I heard something about that. I don't know about all that. I, I'll root, I will root for him. I would. Uh, I would. I would not do that. But what would I, you do in the NFL, Mister Essler? Oh, I would do a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I've already. I've already done a lot of things. Can you? Can you? Uh, can you? Can you give us a little peek into what you've done? Yeah, I took the Jets and the Browns under. I mean, you know, we, what did we learn from last week's game? You know. That Nick Chubb is really good. Well, we knew that. Uh, that Jacoby Brissett is not. Well, we knew that. Um, you know, I, I think that was a misleading box score because uh, the Jets game, uh, they actually had 100 more yards than the Ravens and, and uh, I think 11 or so more first downs. Um, they aren't going to throw 59 passes again this week like they did last week. Uh, and I think their only drawback was that they were 2 for 14 on third downs, but you know, Cleveland had one of the worst third-down defenses, and I think if the Jets can hold the Ravens to about, I don't know, a little under three yards per carry, they can at least contain Chubb. So I bet that under. I like the Bucks and the Saints under. Um, I think there are issues with Brady. Yeah. I think that I think that family thing is an issue, and uh, I, you know, the man's trying not to get divorced. You know, it's got to be tough. Yeah. Well, you know, he can't afford it, but then again. <laughs> It would be, it'd be different. It would be, be well. Giselle makes like double the amount he does. Wouldn't Tom Brady be getting paid off then instead of Giselle? Well, I was just, I was just going there. You know, oh, sorry, I, sorry. Who's, who's going to pay who? Yeah. That'd be a tough one. Um, I do know that would be a big number, um, for for sure. Yeah. Um, the thing that worries me about that game is the Atlanta is uh, they let the, uh, the the Saints let the Falcons rush for over two hundred yards. So I. You know, we might see a steady dose of Fournette again, so I, I, I like that under. Speaking of unders, I like the Patriots-Steelers under. Um, you know, even without T.J. Watt, I mean, Matt Jones looked pretty uncomfortable last week, and the Patriots' defense didn't look that bad. You know, Pittsburgh doesn't have any weapons. It might not have Najee Harris. I like that under. Um, Man, you, know, you, got, you, got, you got unders galore, David. I do. Uh, one game that I, I might do a very uncharacteristic thing is, and a lot of people don't like this, is uh, I think the Broncos will crush the Texans. I mean, I, I know what happened Monday in Seattle, and everyone does, but 
You know, Denver did put up over 100 yards more offense, and they averaged like 6.8 yards per play. Yeah. They did hold Seattle to just 253 yards. You know, and I could say the same thing about the Texans' box score. You know, Matt Ryan and the Colts put up over 500 yards of offense and ran 22 more plays, so that was a little bit of a misnomer. So um, I, I, I think that Denver being in their first home game and they still have the season expectations are pretty high. Uh, I think that uh, they may put a whipping on 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 uh, Houston. It doesn't um, it feel so good to have football back? Uh, when you win, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. Touche. Hey, Dave, uh, anything out of college football? You have like maybe just one you're sitting on? Rowdy's got a, a, a boatload of picks. I absolutely love it. And I hope you hit them all. Do you have one maybe in college that you're like, hey, you know, get on this? Just one. Just one. Just 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 one. We don't we don't ask for much here. Just a little. Just some crumbs. Um. Uh, unless unless just one throws throws you off, you can have multiple if you'd like. I'm just. Uh, Clemson minus twenty and a half for the first half. I like uh, you know. I like Clemson. I mean, thirty four is a lot of points, but uh, it is a night game, and I think Clemson gets a little bit better boost from the fans at night for obvious reasons. Um, I don't know who's going to quarterback La Tech, Parker McNeil or, or Matthew Downing. Uh, I'm not sure what their offense will look like, but, yeah. you know, don't forget they, you know, I mean, Clemson doesn't need to pound anybody, but I think they need to fix their offense. Okay. They know they need to fix their offense. And, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I mean, La Tech gave up 54 to Missouri. So uh, I'm not so sure I can, Go there, but you know Clemson. It's a lot like, um, not like the Badgers. You know they have Ohio State next week. Clemson has, I forget, some an ACC game. Um, so I, I think, I think you have no choice there but to take them uh, or La Tech for team total maybe okay. under okay. Um, a little bit. Um, you know I think the whole world would be on Miami at Texas A and M. Um, I might be too. I mean, <laughs> ultimately. Well, Dave, came. when everyone's going one way, sometimes you got to go the other. Rowdy yeah. was doing a, z- a zag bet when everyone else was zigging. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And I, I tried very hard not to, um, and I haven't done it yet. But, you know, we can talk another 15 minutes about how and why. But, you know, it's a season break uh, or bake game for the Aggies. Um, you know, after this week, they've got Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Alabama with no bye week. So, yeah. you know. I can't say I trust uh, Haynes King, their quarterback. He threw two picks against San Houston State. Um, I, I think he threw. I think he threw another one in, in another game. He's just not that very good. Um, but I think ultimately it came down to trust. You know, I trust Tyler Van Dyke, uh, the Canes quarterback, and Mario Cristobal more than I trust um, Jim O'Fisher sure. and Haynes King. Sure. So I'd have to take the points there. Okay. Um, I think desperation gets the best of them. You know, I heard a comment the other day about Jimbo Fisher isn't the same coach he was at FSU. Well, I don't think he was all that good at FSU, to be honest with you. He just had he just had a shit ton of talent. Yeah, for sure. Rowdy, you have something? Yeah, am I crazy to bet Iowa minus 23.5 at home against Nevada? Um, no, because I look at that a lot like the, the Badgers game. I mean, Nevada is that bad, and uh, Nevada won't score. So I, I think by default it will be like, you know, 31 to 3 or something like that. I also think that there's – because we talk about how Wisconsin maybe doesn't need to score and blow out New Mexico State but more or less stay healthy and get ready for Ohio State. 
Iowa, I feel like with all the heat that the Kirk Ferenz and his son have been taking for how bad their offense is, Nepotism. I feel like if they can get to 40, they're going to, to get some of those people off their backs. Yeah, I would. It's, it's not really a whole lot different than than Clemson at La Tech. You know, they they have they have a little bit to prove. Uh, but you know, um, you know, New Mexico State lost to Nevada, so they scored they scored thirteen they scored thirteen at UTEP. <laughs> they scored zero last time they came to the Midwest at Minnesota. So I, you know. Give me a reason that anything's going to change. I can't find one. Neither, neither can I, Dave. Neither can I. Dave, what I can find, though, is uh, a lot of love for you, and we thank you again for uh, joining us on Fridays. We love you, dude. Have you, are you out of the doghouse with the misses yet? Have you been able to golf? Um, I think I played last Monday. I'm supposed to play this afternoon. All right. Well, we just ask you hit him long. You hit him straight. You know. I'll, I'll do what I can. All right. Rowdy was trying to golf yesterday, but it, too soggy. Yeah, I, I golfed two weeks ago, and they aerated the greens. That was tough. You want to talk about tough putting? Tough putting, Dave. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture of the last time I played golf after we got like a four inches of rain in, in an hour. You guys like I'm, I'm, did, it, did it bring you to your knees? Did it cripple you in Florida? When Dave made a putt, he ended up sliding into the hole like he was Justin Fields last yeah, week. Yeah, no, I mean, it was like. It was like eight inches of water on the barrel <laughs> <laughs> Well, then stop you from golfing, Dave. That's all that matters, all right? That's exactly right. Hey, Dave, we love you, brother. We're going to follow along, Dave underscore Essler on Twitter, pregame.com. You handsome bastard, you. We love you, Dave. Dave, the good Lord would never stop the best round of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Have a good weekend, uh, Dave. Uh, you guys, too. Thanks, guys. See you, buddy. There he is. We love you, Dave. There he is. Let the angels sing out. He had some choice words there for the crowd. <laughs> Sometimes you black out on the field. <laughs> I looked up in the stands and in the front row all I saw was a woman giving me a double bird. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what came out of my mouth next. Lowdy, what do the bears do? Yes, the bears still suck. Thank you, Happy Schnapps Combo. We were just talking about Seinfeld. I almost feel like those Aaron Rodgers clips, there was a laugh track on there. <laughs> was anything that he said that funny? Sometimes you black out on the field. <laughs> in a good way. I looked up in the stands and in the front row, all I saw was a woman giving me a double bird. <laughs> you tell sure me. Exactly what came out of my mouth next. Brody, um, that sounds like a laugh track. That- there's no doubt about in my mind that sounds like a laugh track as well. In fact, let's let's do it one more time to really drive the point home here. All right, let me just uh, do this. Sometimes you black out on the field. <laughs> <laughs> in a good, in a good way. I looked up in the stands and in the front row, all I saw was a woman giving me a double bird. <laughs> well, I'm not sure exactly what came out of my mouth next. That sounds like a laugh track. <laughs> That's definitely a laugh track. Those are the reporters. 
hey, like, hey, those are also the same reporters that swear swear they don't kiss <laughs> Packers or anyone else's ass. Oh, Aaron, you're so funny. <laughs> Sometimes I black out on the field. <laughs> oh, Aaron, you're so funny. You know, I, put, uh, I put up some double birds to a fan in the sand. <laughs> oh, Aaron. I love you, Aaron, but I would not placate to you by laughing at some- <laughs> Yeah. Oh! There you go. Line one, who's this? <laughs> now, there was no laugh track when he said, yeah, I'm immunized. <laughs> no, people were like, boo. Who's this? Hey, good morning, guys. It's Adam. Adam, what's up, dude? Hey, guys. I just wanted to call in and let you know, I was, like, watching some games last week with Stevie Wonder, and he looks right at us and says, can you guys see how bad the Bears still suck? <laughs> Hey, the Packers, they'll, they'll pull away late. I think it's going to be something like 27-13, just oh. kind of grind it out and then, uh, you know, tack on a touchdown late to reaffirm that the Bears still, still suck. Bum, bum. Uh, so, Adam, that would be a cover then for the Green Bay Packers. I was going to ask you, what do you believe in more of your Twitter poll right now uh, for the Badgers with 37.5-point favorites as opposed to the Packers who are 9.5-point favorites? Do you then believe in more that the Packers cover besides the Badgers? Uh, maybe not. I believe the Badgers suck as bad as the Bears do, so uh, we'll go Green Bay on that one. All right, all right, buddy. <laughs> hey, Adam, did I say it was your birthday not too long ago? Yesterday, yes, hey, sir. Happy belated birthday, my friend. We love you. Uh, what, big 4-0? Uh, yes, that's right, 40 on the head. So, uh, yeah, I got my AARP card in the mail, oh, and, yeah. uh, you know. And, I've been getting those um, letters I, in the mail since I was, like, 23. I'm 34 now, so I don't – someone explain I, that to me. Yeah, I mean, that's a heck of a marketing strategy. I thought we were trying, I to, I thought we were trying to save the trees here, but yes. <laughs> no, not with that. Not with the waxy pamphlets. Look at all the political crap you get. The funniest thing is, I got like the last political cycle. I got a bunch of like it was we're you know going green. We want to save the environment, which I agree with. But why are you sending me? It was like three different pamphlets of the same ad to my address. Like, why are you sending this all? Like, what, 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 what are we thinking? What are we doing here? The worst part is they're so wacky you can't even like use them for a fire. They're like start a fire with. Them. I know. What are you doing with them? They're like, doing their best to make non-biodegradable pamphlets. Like here, so I guess I'll just, do your job for you and throw it away. I guess for right, you. <laughs> right. Your face is gonna be it's like an automatic time capsule for three generations. You know. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Hey Adam, have a good weekend, brother. Nice hearing from you, and have a uh, celebrate hey, your birthday hard this weekend. Okay. Hey, I'm, I plan it. I got some things lined up here, so we're gonna go get it. That a baby. Much love, Adam. All right, have, have a good show, boys. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, the Green Bay Packers rowdy. And we were doing a little bit. Uh, we didn't need a laugh track this morning because we were just that funny about a one head coach, Matt LaFleur. Uh, I'm just going to bring it up one more time very briefly, Rowdy, because I know we're getting a little nauseating over uh, nausea, uh, over uh, these uh, Bakhtiari, like the hokey pokey. Is he in or is he out? You know, he put his right knee in, his put a right knee out. Bakhtiari practiced on Wednesday, didn't practice yesterday. Matt LaFleur said, that's been the plan all along. But check this out. When asked about it, he stammers all over the question. Yeah, no, we're, yeah, we've said that. So. <laughs> hey, LaFleur, uh, how come Bakhtiari, he practiced Wednesday, but he didn't practice yesterday? Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we've said that. So oh. he will not practice. But here's his reasoning, right? Take a listen. He is fully back um, in terms of into the lineup, he's not going to practice three days in a row. So it'll be oh. a day on, a day off, a day on. Oh, How much does his experience level obviously help? Oh, a lot of experience, right, it, it does in a lot of ways. I mean, uh, he's, he's gotten a lot of reps. And yeah, a lot of reps. There's not many people that 
probably can can have a schedule like that, but I do believe and we believe as an organization that he's one of those guys. Huh. When did uh, Bakhtiari get a lot of reps, Rowdy? Pre-December 31st, 2020. <laughs> and not many people can have a schedule like that, you know? It's one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off. Now, if someone were to have a schedule like that here, I think they would eventually be unemployed. But uh, I guess we're not professional football players. Or part-time. You know, or, which I think David Bakhtiari... Is David Bakhtiari even part-time anymore? I think no. he's no time. No. He's no, no. time. No. What is he? He gets a nice paycheck. I'll give him that. He was he was furloughed and he was furloughed <laughs> yeah, and said go. that they would bring him back at some point. No, a lot of people got furloughed when COVID happened. David Bakhtiari was just on the the cutting edge of it because he 2020 obviously COVID. David Bakhtiari the last day in 2019 is when he got furloughed. Still getting paid. And just he, doesn't work. And he's now we're kind of noticing that they've brought back other employees. <laughs> He's still the one that they said we'll call you. <laughs> yeah. hey, Matt Lafleur, uh, have you called David Bakhtiari about coming back to work? Yeah, we're, no, we're yeah, we've. Said. Oh, okay, all right, sweet. Yeah. But I, I think I said this when we were talking about, you know, kind of the Packers in preseason with what the line would look like. Because remember, it was like a mismatch of young, inexperienced guys on the offensive line, and first week they looked, eh. Yeah. Second week they looked better, and it was like, oh. Guys are getting more comfortable in different roles, finally playing some more snaps, getting some more reps. And I, I'm pretty sure I said this. I go, I'm honestly, when I think about this Packers offensive line, I'm not even considering David Bakhtiari on it. I'm still, I still feel that way. Same. Like until I see him get out there and can play two games in a row, he's not even really on the roster to me. He's not available to me. Like he's, he's not there. He's a, uh, yeah, I'm, no, we're, yeah, we've, if I'm the green Bay Packers, I'm preparing as if my offensive line doesn't have David Bakhtiari at all. Yeah. No, Elton Jenkins was limited yesterday. Adam Stenovich, but he's, he's been practicing since when they had training camp off to the side. And then he started practicing with, you know, the team. He's at least moving along. Yeah. Bob Tunyon is at least moved along and played. Yeah. Like Kylan Hill is at least moving along and they're anticipating yeah. getting him back after that four weeks oh. on the, the pup. Like they actually have timelines. There actually is a plan when they talk about plans and getting healthy. We've been hearing this plan that continues to change and it looked like it's not even being implemented with well, David Bakhtiari for almost two years. Hey, Matt LaFleur, what's your plan on David Bakhtiari? Yeah, we're, no, we're, yeah, we've said that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense if you don't think about it. Adam Stenovich, Rowdy, the Packers OC, was asked, and I, I think I know the answer to this question, but it does not having David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins affect their run attack with Jones and Dillon? It does. Um, I felt like we ran the ball really well uh, in the game against Minnesota. We averaged, I think it was over six yards a carry, something like that. Um, so, I mean, to your point earlier, it's just running the ball more. The one thing I've liked all camp and how we've been uh, up front is how we've come off the rock. I thought we've done a good job with our tight ends and our O-line coming off the ball. Um, so that's been fun to watch. Rowdy, they carried the ball, rushed the ball 18 times against the Vikings. I have a hot take. Please. Packers didn't care if they won game one. They literally didn't care. They went out there, got some people, some reps, got some, uh, 
Got some people, you know, a couple passes here, a couple handoffs here, made sure the offensive line was uh, ready and that they they got the players in the positions in which they thought they would play well. They gave Jake Hansen the opportunity first, said, wow, you're terrible. (laughs) Zach Tom, get in there. And they kind of. They kind of maneuvered some of these guys to see where they would best work on defense. They didn't go above and beyond showing much more than a simplistic game plan. I don't think the Packers played to win week one. They just said this is our fourth preseason. This is a fourth preseason game. Listen, Stenovich just had comments right there saying, well, we we averaged over six yards a carry. We ran the football well. We just got to do it more. Well, the, why, didn't, why you? didn't you do it more? Like then? if something is working well, wouldn't you continue to do it, Rowdy? Or I did see some comments. I from, mean, that, that's what I would do. I don't know if you have them up there, but there were some comments from Joe Barry. Oh, I got Joe Barry. Jair Alexander. Yeah, I got Joe Barry's covering here. Here, you want to hear? Yeah. About Jair? Here, here. There's so many moving parts. Well, this is on Jair Alexander. Um, why he didn't shadow Justin. Yes, Jefferson. this that's is what I was looking yeah, for. There's so many moving parts to when you decide to do something like that because if you decide to match a corner on a specific guy every play and especially a guy that plays the z plays the x plays in the slot he fly motions he changes strengths motions that's not a real big challenge for the guy that you're asking to do that the other 10 people around him you know because when the when you come out of the huddle you don't know exactly where that wide receiver is going to align that's not the comments I was looking for, but it's kind of close have, to it. I have more. I don't know. Yeah, the the comment I was looking for was the one where he's shadowing Justin Jefferson, and he said, he can do that. We probably will do that in the future, but not in this game. Not today. Um, let's see this one here. Going into the game, you know, with it being the first game of the year, I, we think that Jair Alexander's, if not the, he's one of the best corners in the National Football League. But we feel pretty dang good about Eric Stokes and, and Rasul Douglas as well. Yeah, I'm the victim of what uh, Clemens sent me for his cuts. I just saw some tweets that had quotes from Joe so Barry. He basically, he basically said, yes, if we wanted him to, Jair, Jair Alexander is a great corner. He can cover, cover anybody one-on-one. Maybe in the future, when we make some adjustments, he will cover Justin Jefferson one-on-one, but not today, not Sunday but maybe moving forward. And that kind of goes a little differently what what LaFleur said. He's like, yeah, if we want to change our whole defense, then we do that. I think they but just, we just can't. I honestly think they just had like tryouts. It was like the fourth preseason game. They wanted to see what the line would look like and who would look best in what position. And could Eric Stokes, could Rasul Douglas really cover Justin Jefferson? Would a zone work against a good receiving core like the Vikings with Jefferson and Thielen? And when it was one-on-one, could Douglas, could Eric Stokes get it done without us having to use Jair Alexander? So, I literally think it was just... I get down with that. I, I'll, I'll agree with you on this one. So, I'll get on with this hot take. I know you follow like UFC and boxing maybe very casually. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But there's like some of those guys where... Do you see uh, Le'Veon Bell knocked out Adrian Peterson? LOL. <laughs> but in a boxing like, match. There, there are some of these guys where in the first round, they'll come out there and they might be the very superior fighter. Yeah. And they do absolutely nothing. 
all they're doing is picking up the tendencies of the other fighter. Oh, uh-huh. he likes to he he's coming here with a jab. He's working this. When I do this, he comes back with this. He's basically feeling them out, Ebo. That's what it felt like the Packers did the entire game. Is like, the team hey, we're feeling this out. What our players are going to give us again? Who works best? Where? I feel like game one was used as a fourth preseason game to completely feel out where everyone was at and what they want to do moving forward. Uh, this is another reason why I like Green Bay minus nine and a half. I think they lay it on the Bears. Did you see that Zach Tom? They're still not like we're going to say if he's a starter. He's like it's a battle every day. Who's going to start that position? All I'm it's saying, like, he's clearly the Jake the guy. Hansen was a sixth round center that was drafted a few what, two three years ago. Yeah. He was on the practice squad as a center, and now all of a sudden he makes the roster and they move him to right guard, and he's a starting right guard. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> My ass. Well, how about this? Adam Stenovich was asked, Zach Tom, will he be getting in the starting lineup? Is it under consideration? Here's Stenovich. Where you are week one doesn't necessarily mean that's where you're going to be week five. Um, you know, Zach Tom, he was on the bench, and then all of a sudden, injury, bam, he's in. So I wouldn't say he doesn't have a role. He has a role. He's going to have some sort of thing, uh, role on the field this year, so... He didn't play much this game. They would hope so. But that doesn't mean he's not going to play more in the future. Yeah, here's here's how it, it, it ends up going over time for a guy like Jake Hansen. <laughs> Was a practice squad. Moved up to the real squad. Then we let him play. E yikes. <laughs> Back to maybe being, oh. you know, a backup or even cu- like you can't play him out there. But they're like, it's going to be a battle every day at practice to see who's starting right there. Zach Tom is not given anything. We already know that Zach Tom has looked better than him through one game of actual NFL play. Jake Hansen has been in the league for multiple years. We know that you invested a top 100 pick in Sean Ryan. Like, there are other guys that are better. I, I literally think they used that as a fourth preseason game, and the Packers do didn't care if they, they were won just or not. Feeling it out, Rowdy. They were feeling it out like it was the first time. Hey, this also goes back to remember when uh, I think it was a couple of years ago when Aaron Rodgers was very upset with some of his not not just teammates, but um, I guess you'd say coworkers, yeah. other other NFL players, his subordinates, and it came down to voting on the new CBA. Yeah where he wanted better health health care, yeah. where oh, a yeah. lot of the lower level players that don't play very long wanted more money up Correct. front yep. because their careers were shorter. Yeah. But he's saying you don't see it long term. Yeah. I think that's kind of, that's kind of like the same thing here. Like <laughs> Aaron Rodgers did not play in the preseason last year because he did not, he did not like what happened in the CBA. Correct. And he knows he doesn't need to play. And he's partying in Hawaii. I think with the increased games to 17, now Aaron Rodgers is like, hey, we can give away game one. We're only really here. We only want to play 16. It's like, how much you feel we'll about who's protecting right. me? Look at the division we play in. It stinks. It stinks. They didn't care. They didn't They didn't care to win week one. I don't – so, like, Matt LaFleur has the anomaly losses. Like, when Matt LaFleur loses, he usually loses huge. And you look at, like, how as a, a coach that – I assume is so good, maybe on the coattails of Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Would you say that? But how do you get your asses handed to you so hard, and then the next week you just stomp ass? Would you say, also look at this, look at the first half. They got blown out of the building in the first first half. But they changed up the offensive line. They slightly changed some schemes on defense and player personnel. And all of a sudden, they only gave up six points to the Vikings. 
Yeah. It was literally the first half was, wow, we got our ass kicked. We were feeling this one out. All right, we're going to make some adjustments moving forward. And then after the game, we'll know to make even more adjustments. Yeah. They didn't try to win the game. They just tried to figure things out. Like it was the first time, Rowdy. Now, if they go out there and, and they lose to Paulie's Bears, wow. Not, not happening. Then I will be then a little concerned. Monday will be pretty lit of a show. I'll tell you that. Monday will be spicy. I just think if they even look good for half of the game against the Bears, they could win and cover. And I think that's kind of what's going to happen. I think we're going to see another two two quarters of a slower starting team. Yeah. But if they show up 0-2 and playing Tampa Bay, um, I, I don't know if I'd be jumping on the Badgers bandwagon at that point. But um, Hey, speaking of covering, Rowdy. The Braves will firmly be in a October playoff Speaking series. of covering, at Zone Madison, our Twitter poll today, which do you believe in more for the Packers or the Badgers? Badgers cover 37.5 or the Packers cover 9.5? Our guy T. Illinois says, I'm not sure I believe the Badgers can score over 37, <laughs> let alone outscore someone else by that many. Uh, Rowdy, I was listening, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I'm not sure which, to the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills yesterday. Usually I love me some Grant Bills. Uh, but yesterday, I... Uh, I normally tap out, actually. I after, almost had to turn it off. Well, I, I normally tap out after the Kenny and Bills Michaels show. Oh, yeah. That's a gr- and that is a great show. Uh, Grant Bills took one Aaron Rodgers soundbite and really ran with it. Rodgers was talking about... Uh, how he doesn't feel. I'm, I'm going to play the clip. Here's the clip, really quick. I mean, I got to play the same way. You know, I'm, I don't. I don't play the way I played in 2011. It's, you know, I got to. I got to play on time, and guys got to get open. Uh, so no, I'm not going to change the way I play. We just have to realize who's out there, who we're throwing to, and how we're going to actually make some hay and score some points. So Rodgers, a four-time MVP, a Super Bowl winner, a guy who already has his bus made for Canton, Ohio, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, a guy who has the greatest quarterback rating ever. Grant Bills took that clip, and I want to get your opinion, not on you know, on Bills, but on the, on the statement, that Aaron Rodgers, the 18-year veteran, who again, Hall of Famer, a four-time MVP, Super Bowl champion, all-time quarterback rating, one of the greatest to ever do it, needs to change how he plays to placate towards rookie wide receivers, i.e. Christian Watson, specifically in the in the case that he was talking about, and some Romeo Dobbs, in order for the Packers to succeed. That Aaron Rodgers needs to placate to rookie wide receivers who've only played one game in the NFL, not the other way around. What do you what do you think of that interesting take? I will say what he said right there has nothing to do with any of the receivers that he's playing with, but I'll I'll fill you in more after we go to the phones. Okay. Plant the seed. Plant the seed and we'll water, water it a bit and then pluck the fruits of our labor. Uh, Maytag man. Zach, what's up, dude? What's going on, boy? What's the hey, uh, Rowdy, in, in the razor's edge, you said uh, Matt LaFleur has not lost two games in a row. Is that is that what you said? Yes, coming off off of a loss, he's pretty much been flawless. He's zero and three in his last three games, dating back to last year. Do you know that what? they have not they have not won in twenty twenty two? Take away the Detroit they, game. Okay, well, even even still, 
you lose the, I mean, you lose the Detroit game, you lose the in the playoffs, and then you lose in in uh, week one. So he's lost two in a row. So you're counting last season when the NFL changes by a week by week basis to this season. Look, I I, I it's understand a completely, that, but it's a completely we're, different we're, we're team we're, and a different season and a different year. But he's lost two in a row in the in the last season. Well, right? this is a new season. It's still not last a losing streak until it's three in a row. <laughs> But they're at three in a row if you date back to last year. Anyway, no, it's. I think with with the clip that you guys just played, uh, I think Grant is not entirely wrong. That Aaron Rodgers needs to change how he plays. Because you're a Hall of Famer, four time MVP, Super Bowl champion, uh, all time quarterback Ah. rating, to a guy who's played maybe, you know, a handful of snaps in one game who might not see over four years in the NFL. Okay. How. No, I'm not watch, saying I'm not saying Rodgers needs to like help these guys out. Don't get me wrong. Watch, watch the all twenty two. Hey, would you tell drop, would you tell the person who invented the wheel that they need to change it a little bit? I mean, yes. Really, the wheel. This is what you can. This the is wheel. what you can improve on. Can, this is what now, you can improve. How on. do you improve on the wheel? And I know this is like this is like so hot take from me. I would right? love to know how to improve but, on the wheel because I, I need I need a new invention. I mean, well, you can improve lightness. You can improve as far as uh, material. Zach, I'm up for any improvement to the wheel possible as long as it doesn't raise my taxes. Oh, well, that's not going to happen. Well, there you go. Uh, (laughs) But, no, if you watch the All-22s, guys, how many times was Christian Watson open after his first drop? Christian Watson wasn't even on the field that much anymore. And Rodgers didn't go his way. I mean, the dude unloaded then, the perfect breadbasket, 75-yard pass, and he dropped it. And then so what's Rodgers going to change about that? In, what is Jordan, what is Rodgers going to change about that? I lift him up. Go his way again. That's the problem. After the big he drop, he, he got down on his guy, and he didn't go back to him. He did go back to him. He was open a, a bunch. Yeah, but not as many times as he could have. Man, this is a tough. There's a lot. There's a lot of. You really had some pretty good ways. phone calls, Zach. But this is a tough one. That's fine. That's Look, why. That's why I go to the phone lines. He could have. He could have gone Christian Watson's way a little bit more because he was open. Well, Rogers. Uh, Rogers likes to force a lot of stuff in, and we saw that with Devonte Adams. Right Man. when Devonte Adams was in there, Aaron Rodgers would look over an open wide receiver just to go to Devonte Adams. And he's doing the same thing now. And it's it's starting to become a liability for this team. Really? A team I that really went, do. A team that went 13-3 and three in uh, back-to-back NFC Championship games and also won the North. Is a, yeah. He's the liability. They went 13-3. and three. How many of those, those teams were playoff teams last year? Come on. Uh, look. Man, you're doing I, a lot I, of what I've, I've, I've gone into David Minona territory. Well, hang on. Hang on. So let me, but, uh, Zach, I, you know I love you, but let me get this straight. The four-time MVP, Hall of yeah. Famer, Best yep. quarterback rating of all time. Yep. Bust already made for Canton, Ohio. Yep. Won the NFC North countless times. Been the yep. NFC Championship games back-to-back. Also won a Super Bowl. Yep. Is a liability. Not rookie wide receivers who played a handful of snaps in one game. That's what you're saying. Can become a liability. I'm telling you, it, it wow. can become that way with how? Oof, I, no, I said wow, not how. I said oh. wow. Well, look, when you have a... When you have young wide receivers that are very that yes they are unproven right now 
but you can't stop going to them if they're wide freaking open. Wow, this is probably the toughest phone call you've ever had, but I still like it. I enjoyed it. it it's I also know, I, I've I've gone into Grand Bills territory and you don't like it, and it's well. I it's mean, okay. then I question if you have I'm testosterone, with it. but I'm I know you do because you have. You I'm have, comfortable with it. That's today. fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's it's Friday. I'm all right. I, since I you're in the Grand Bills, hey, hey, the hey. Bears still. Suck. Correct. I love you guys. I love you too. We'll and, and Zach, Zach, if yep. you're in Grant yep. Bill's territory, enjoy your soy burger tonight. We'll talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> we'll see ya. Man, wow. That's tough. Someone else in Grant Bill's territory. Good morning, Ben Kenny. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Hey, guys. My apologies for not wishing you happy birthday on air uh, I yesterday. Didn't even know it was your birthday. Not a big deal. Uh, happy, happy belated. Thank uh, you. On air, officially. Not a big birthday guy. Someone called into the Bill Michael show and wished you happy birthday, though. Yeah. yeah I'm I sorry, wonder, the Kenny and Bill's Michael show. I wonder who that was. Uh, did he sound like this? Yeah, I just want to wish a happy birthday to, <laughs> yeah. to Ben Kenny. I Wait. almost mistook him for Charlie. Man, it was pretty. He was sober. Though. Z wished you happy birthday. <laughs> he did. Uh, you were with Grant yesterday. No, I get what Grant's saying. Like, I just had to hear it again on the Wisco Sports Show, and I was just like, "This is tough." I almost, please, please play the clip again. Uh, here you go. I mean, I got to play the same way. You know, I'm, I don't. I don't play the way I played in 2011. It's you know, I gotta I gotta play on time, and guys gotta get open. Uh, so no, I'm not gonna change the way I play. We just have to realize who's out there, who we're throwing to, and how we're gonna actually make some hay and score some points. How old was Aaron Rodgers in 2011? Eleven years younger than he is now. Yeah, what was that 27? 27 years old? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You would say that he was clearly in the prime of his career age-wise? Yeah. Do you remember who the coach was when he was 27 in 2011? It's the quarterback whisperer, Mike McCarthy. God. Do you remember who some of his wide receivers were in 2011? Uh, well, we had a little Jordy Nelson action. What we have there? Um, Greg Jennings. A little uh, Randy Cobb. That was the Super Bowl team. Jermichael Finley, it was Donald Dry. Oh, yeah, Randy like, Cobb was the year after the Super Bowl. All, yeah. You can even throw him in that same time frame. Yeah. You had a lot of talent. You had a different head coach with a different philosophy. And you had a guy that was in the prime age of his career. Yeah. You would say, okay, Aaron Rodgers, still the best throw of the football, blah, 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 blah. You can't tell me that at age 38, he throws the ball better now than he did at 27. He's physically yeah. in his athletic prime one would, in 27. One would so, correct, yes. He he already sees the way that they played with Mike McCarthy with those great athletes where it was like schoolyard football. Get open. Make sure that uh, do whatever you can in scramble drills to get open. I'll find you. You have to have talented wide receivers to do that. Also, Aaron Rodgers has to be fleet of of foot and athletic to do that. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers isn't fleet of foot or athletic, but he's had calf injuries. He's had the broken, what was it? Knee or leg. He's had multiple concussions. He's had multiple broken collarbones. It's a guy that's older. That's not quite as athletic or doesn't move quite as well in the pocket. Like he used to, Uh he doesn't have the athletic ability that they used to have when they would run the schoolyard offense. And he's not as in, he's not as physically good as he was back then. What he's saying is I have to play within the scheme of the system because I'm older. 
And you yeah, know, I'm not changing the way I, I, I play. I don't necessarily have the best receivers. I'm not going to change the way that I play because A, I might get hurt. B, we might not have the personnel to do it. And C, I might not be able to do it at that high of a level that I used to do it because I'm older. And it's the scheme that everyone on the team has to play in that Matt LaFleur hands down. And we know that Matt LaFleur is more of a schemer than Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, a lot of it was, dude, seriously, just everything was, was like an audible. Get open, in play, change your routes to do whatever you can to f- to find a hole in the in the zone or find a hole in the coverage and sit down. It was or they're going to create a scramble Jill and all of a sudden, you know, Jordy Nelson's going to do a fly route. Like it was way different than what Matt LaFleur Matt LaFleur's is way more structured. It's way more this guy's doing this while this guy's coming over here. This is your check one. Here's two. Aaron Rodgers had like one or two checks with Mike McCarthy, and then it was like, all right, where's Jordy? Run around all over here. All right, now I'm gonna go back and throw it across my body and someone's gonna get open. Yeah. It has to be structured. Clearly, Romeo no, Dobbs. No, Rowdy, Rowdy, we have to play K2 at the 21 Clearly, wide Romeo receivers. Dobbs and Christian Watson have some Their talent. feelings were hurt. But would you ever confuse them with where Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley, Donald Driver, James Jones, Randall Cobb were at when they were in their yeah. young primes? Yeah. Those guys were clearly... I'm not saying that these two can't be as good as some of those guys yeah. in five years, but clearly on the stage at that time period in Aaron Rodgers' career, those guys were way better than what Love these it. two guys are. But, Rowdy, you don't understand what Grant's saying. Christian Watson's feelings were hurt when Rodgers didn't put it directly into his hands, okay? We have to placate to him. Uh, ben, Imagine you, being you like... Twenty some years old, being a professional athlete in the most cut one of the most cutthroat leagues out there, uh, and having your feelings hurt if they don't throw at you. I, it's, I mean, that's the Wisco Sports Show. To quote Ben Kenny, <laughs> "Grow up." Um, thank you. <laughs> hey Ben, I don't think that was the case. <laughs> There's a lot here. There is in a limited time, actually, because we have it, Raphael coming. When it comes to him saying he's not going to play differently and all that stuff. It's what Grant's saying. It's not saying he has to change his playing style and uh, all of that stuff within the offense is that with young guys out there, naturally you are able to do a little less moving along. A lot of his cuts from yesterday or Tuesday, we're talking about patience and they have to be patient with the young guys. They have to understand the why and the how of the offense and all that stuff. It's, so then when you get to the line and you're asking of them the same thing that you're asking of Devontae Adams and all the great receivers he's played with, it's clear that maybe they don't have the capability to do that yet. So like all, catching a ball. The entire point is uh, to err on the side of simplification when it comes to the scheme and the offense early so then you can actually work as a passing game because whatever happened last Sunday was clearly not working. Here's would what you, I like about Rodgers. Uh, real quick. After the pass to Here's Christian like Watson. Would you he, argue that that's maybe not ex- exclusively Aaron Rodgers' fault. Who's the guy that's scheming and drawing up all these plays Man, if LaFleur. they're not simple? Oh, it's LaFleur as exactly. well. But also, so he's playing when Rodgers gets to the line, we know he likes to run the offense the way he likes to do it. Sure. It's a, marriage between, him and, a, it's a marriage between him and LaFleur. So I simplify it. Hey, listen, after the Watson drop, he went back to him one time for nine yards. Yeah, the later in the catch game. Watson had was from Jordan Love at the end of the game. So there, it's just simplify things. Ask less of the young guys. Get them. Find ways to scheme them. Ask less, Rowdy. And scheme them the football. Here it is. And Rodgers still said this too. And this is why I like Rodgers because Rodgers has a higher standard. 
Here's here's what is now being asked of the Packers. Lower the standards so everyone else gets a chance. Don't high, don't raise your standards to have success. Lower your standards so more people have a chance. I think if you're and you to, don't hurt feelings. If you're going to blame it on lower not your being, standards. You know, simplicity and not being simple enough, I think you also have to look at the guy that comes up with it all and that's the head coach. Yes. But at the end of the day, who runs the offense, who makes the decisions at the line? It's the quarterback. I think it's on him to, to, to lower standards to get the receivers the ball. So just, because last Sunday it didn't work. It's not title town anymore, no. We lower it. It's no, we're talking about how their offense can work going forward because if he has the same approach with the receivers throughout uh, the next couple months where if they have an error, a mental error, a drop, he doesn't go to them the rest of the game, how in the world is this passing offense going to work? You know Rodgers isn't the first person or the last to ever do that or a head coach from Matt LaFord ever do that? To do what? To put someone down a little bit if they F up, like dropping a 75-yard touchdown pass? Okay, well, he didn't go to Dobbs that much either. I, the Dobbs didn't ran around. It was A.J. Dillon. The Dude, Dobbs ran like around. Of all the leagues there is, the NFL has the shortest career span, three to four years. If there's any league that should have this philosophy for the most part, you don't really have that much time to develop players, especially only at very certain positions, really. It's sink or swim. Yeah. Listen. Lower your standards, Rowdy, okay? No, everyone should, everyone needs to change. To the highest standard possible. He is the Green No, no, Bay he needs Packers. to change himself to he fit what a 21 year old thinks. Years. The point is, that's hold what he him needs to, to the do. highest standard. It's on him to make this work. So but, when he drops in a 75 yard pass, that would work. But after that, nothing happens. The so offense didn't work. Rodgers hurt outside his of, feelings outside by not putting of the his quarterback hands. position, Ben. What position are you really trying to develop past three, four years? I don't know how that applies to Rodgers having to make the offense work. What I'm saying is these guys could be gone out of the league and replaced in two seasons. Yeah. Okay. Look at Amari Rodgers. But that doesn't help this team now. How, how do they win? How do they win in Tampa Bay? Oh, in two I weeks? get it. 